recording. Warning, the following podcast contains many Welcome to Shake Not Nerd, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture, some comics, and basically everything in between. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm your host, Ollie, and with me for episode number 177, a very landmark episode, is Tom Spicy Tim, Tom Commons. How are you, sir? Hello. Happy to be here. Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Very well. You've bragged about it, and you have to uh, justify it. I shall cap- judge you on it. Caffeinated, fed. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a weekend. I'm uh, th- th- that's my definition. Uh, that's good. Two quick questions, Tom. Have you pooped this morning? I have. Excellent. And are you wearing pants? I am. Beautiful. That is that is constant case across the board. Well done. My my tasks for the day are complete. <laughs> you may now rest. Uh, Fuzzy's here. How are you, Fuzzy? After some tech. Mm. Got difficulties this morning. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a well. It's a me. Fuzzy you're, you're a well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's in good. a well. Look at me how, in this bloody great big well. <laughs> well, well, well. How how's your how's your week been, Fuzzy? My week has been excellent. I have completed my woodworking project, my first isolation project since I've been in isolation. What what awesome. have you what have you made? Uh, I made myself a custom Catan board. So I don't know if you guys play Catan at all. Um, but, yes, I will uh, send you uh, send you images of it. It's a custom set so you can hold the Catan pieces in place and move it around and do stuff. It's fun. That's awesome. That's the yes. one that's Pretty like cool. hexagons, right? Like just that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So uh, lots of weird woodworking cutting and stuff like that. And, yeah, it was, it's been good. Nice. Just nice. in, Fuzzy Down plays with his whittle. No. <laughs> no. Speaking of weird woodworking, Ian, you've been working your wood, haven't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. How's your week been? Good sir. Oh, no, not too bad. The mini's coming along very well. It's now mm-hmm. shiny red with stripes and a white roof and I... Oh. Hey. And he's gone. He's dropped off. Well done. Well, it's shiny red with a white roof. And, and... he's back. Um, situation <laughs> normal. Well, that well, it works so perfectly. It's bright, shiny red, and <laughs> I hope that comes across in yeah. the actual recording. Again. Yeah. I, oh, I got it. <laughs> oh no! Uh, well, that godly voice you hear watching over us is Duty Dutram. How are you, good sir? I am well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing That's all right. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Uh, everything's fine here. As Ian says, situation normal. We aren't sharing the same room, but we do share the same butthole. Hmm? Sure. Who's got it this, this week? Is, this is news to me. <laughs> That's good. Can you go take a shit for me? Because I still haven't. I mean, I could. 
I've had my morning coffee, so this whole podcast is really risky. <laughs> I am on borrowed time. <laughs> We're at DEFCON 1. <laughs> I've had two. I'm in serious trouble. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to shit myself. I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> I need to go to that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Here it comes. <laughs> uh, duty, uh, I want to say happy birthday through the week. Thank you. Thank you very much. No problem. How, how is it being... Older. Uh, uh, it is. <laughs> I heard that in. Uh, it's exactly the same as normal. Exactly. Uh, That's yeah. what people need to get into their heads. Yeah. Just I got. I got some. Older, doesn't I, mean you feel old. I got some fucking sweet vinyls. I got some uh, some custom Ray Bans. I got some underwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother's ordered me a, a mashup transformer, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I've, I've got some pretty nice. Good yeah. What what sort of mashup is it? Uh, Ghostbusters Transformers. So it's the Ecto one from oh. Ghostbusters that turns into a fucking Autobot. Cool. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, they're doing a heap of mashups at the moment. They're doing Top Gun and Transformers, and you can get the uh, well the jet that Tom Cruise flies, and it's called Maverick. Um, and they're doing the DeLorean as a uh, transformer, like the actual Back to the Future oh, DeLorean. So its chest God. piece is the um, is the flux capacitor. That's so cool. Mm. Oh, oh god now i'm thinking i might need to buy something like that i have nowhere to put it but i just want it sure yeah, if you're gonna pay like five dollars you can buy these cheap knockoffs from the original tv show that, i definitely they, will <laughs> they, they do look I, I like the content they do look very low budget <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah, they're, they're not doing fucking like g1 designs and you know flamboyant colors and all that sort of stuff like the cartoon they're trying to make it as realistic uh, yet also as boring as possible <laughs> gotcha gotcha so it's realistically boring habit. yeah yeah it's just yeah. like real life <laughs> as boring as you can make a transforming robot look and be yeah. but i think like the the top gun one comes with a little volleyball like fuzzy fuzzy was like this one comes with a fucking volleyball doesn't have questionable sexuality <laughs> we, we were we were trying to figure out as well when he transforms where the volleyball goes uh, it's a very important <laughs> question. So if you can figure that out, let us know. <laughs> Most creative answer Ian's email. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Sexy Johnson. At Drawing up some sketches now. But I just read the notes that Ian sent us in our chat of bloody, bloody Freddy Krueger of poop in your dreams. Poop for real? <laughs> He's on the ball. Excellent. Oh, my God. Well, I've had quite a busy week. Uh, As I mentioned last week, I started my streaming, so I've been doing that pretty constantly. And uh, Duty dropped in for one, which is great. But I've also been helping Kat's dad build a shed down at their farm. So we've been also doing working and a bit of concrete. Old man whittling a canoe. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Is it a wooden shed? Uh, well, it's like we put the posts up and then... To the fine bar. Well, like, no <laughs> oh, it's um, like a real one. It's not like a not like a Bunnings pre-made no, no, no. shit. Proper, proper. We're doing it from, from scratch. Holy concrete, crap. Everything. Dark holes. That's a lot of work. So uh, if anyone's interested, I'll send you pictures. It's just a frame <laughs> of wood at the moment, so it's probably not that interesting. I can also send pictures of my frame of my wood. Don't, I, don't I do not doubt that you couldn't. <clears throat> I don't doubt that you All couldn't. Right. I, I would actually like to see that on the listener community, Ian, uh, your frame of wood. 
Uh, Ian, no. you heard it first. <laughs> Judy wants the first pictures of your dick on the listening community. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> he wanted the frame. He wanted his pasty thighs. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those pasty oh. sausages. Oh, before we go any further, before I get any more erect, let's go to the news. Erect. Up in the sky. Look, it's a plane. It's a plane. It's a top ten news First up, we have in an interview with Kill Bill's Vivisha A. Fox, she has said that she, if the original actress doesn't want to play her daughter or isn't around to play her daughter, that she would be interested in having Zendaya play the role. Curious as to the thoughts of this group on that. I'd love to see it. For, for what? Her in daughter. What movie? Yeah, but in Kill Bill, Volume 3. If it when? Hmm? Oh, okay. Did, did, I just, did I just black out for the start? <laughs> so <laughs> let's wow. just start by saying Vivica, but like yeah, Vivica is still very close. Yes, is it not um, Vivica? It's, it's Vivica. Vivica. Yeah, is it's it? totally spelled Vivica. I'm, I'm a Tom on this. One. It's not just because we're on the same. <laughs> Vivica sounds like some sort of hair loss disease. Like Vivica. <laughs> it's going to say I, it's I A at the end. Sounds it's like a nice seal that you have to get up. Did you just no. write it, Vivisha? No, I can't even pay for it. Well, that, that's <laughs> 50. I have to take Vivica to get it up. You <laughs> <laughs> Vivica for hair loss. This episode brought to oh, you yeah. by Vivisha. <laughs> that was not so. I, I will say I liked uh, I do like Zendaya. I think she's a she's a pretty good young actress. Um, mm-hmm. But Kill Bill three. Uh, Would it even be called Kill it. Bill? Because Bill's dead. Yeah. Killed someone else. Kill Bill. Killed. Yeah. Killed Bill. Killed Bill. That's a, that's a decent Amazing. name for it. I, I do like the idea of like that, like continuing the story, like you know that that whole yeah you know, the daughter comes back and tries to kill the bride, but it's kind of like just uh, I don't, maybe leave it out there in fan fiction world. I don't know if it yeah. needs to be a full movie because Tarantino is not directing that, right? No, he surely he shouldn't, because I honestly think it needs to be like a like a sitcom. It's just Uma Thurman <laughs> and her kid, and her kid's going to college, and it's all about her being an empty nester. Hello, Vivica. I may have wrote it down wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Number nine. This one is something that should excite duty. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> during the week, <laughs> so there is a new Netflix uh, three-part um, series or uh, trilogy of um, Transformers yes. content coming out called War for Cybertron. 30th of July, baby. Uh, and j- during this week, they announced the title for the third part of the trilogy will be called Kingdom. And they announced it with an emoji of an ape and a dinosaur, which has led most of the internet to believe that it will be a return of Beast Wars. Oh, a treacherous, underhanded sneak attack. Oh, I like you, Pussycat. Yes. I'm so excited. 
That is a sexually charged sound clip. Yeah, it is. yeah. It's a. I, I just finished rewatching yeah. Beast Wars for the ten thousandth time. Um, the they had a Hasbro live thing uh, two days ago, three days ago, I think it was, because um, they put like little words or not little words they put like cybertronian letters hidden in their posters and someone of course went through all the all the posters and saw it spelled kingdom uh and they've found like a, a leaked teaser poster for this like part three of this war for cybertron trilogy um and it's got dino bot on it it's got um optimus primal it's got cheetor it's got tigertron um so if uh, if they bring back these old like like shitty knockoff toys <laughs> cheetor <laughs> So we've still got some Animorphs left and some Transformers. Uh, so well, Animorphs actually did the uh, did the action. Uh, Hasbro actually did the action figures for Animorphs, um, and a lot of them were the same design. They just instead of making it into a giant robot, they replaced Optimus's head with Sean Ashmore, and it was basically the same thing. <laughs> Legit. Same, same. You, you watch the look at the Animorphs toys, and they're just Beast Wars toys, but they change the robot parts to humans. And they just put them in the freezer, and then you get X Men Iceman. <laughs> slightly rename them like you know Boptimus Prime. He's like Bop- the hip Boptimus. Boptimus? Hip Optimus. Some fucking hippo. Oh, that's a great one. Hip Optimus Prime. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited. I love Beast Wars. Uh it's a it's a great show. It's a continuation of the G1 canon stuff. It's and if they're bring back Beast Wars toys, I'm fucking excited. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever seen Beast Wars. I loved it as a kid. It's okay. it's a little harder to watch now if you didn't grow up with it because it's like yeah. 1990s CGI. Um, yeah, but the voice like- acting's good. The story's good. The uh, the the actual sort of characters and you know getting a connection for the characters is pretty good. Um, and then if you're if you're an old school sort of G1 fan, it's all sort of connected into that universe. And Starscream appears, and Megatron, mm. and Ravage, and all that sort of stuff appear throughout the show. Interesting. Mm. Very interesting. Well, I'm glad it's made you happy, Judy. It's a nice, it's a nice birthday treat for you. Yes. Yes. Number eight. Next piece of news. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. For number eight, we have a rumor Thurman. I was curious how that was going to go over the internet. Uh, <laughs> so it has come out and been reported by a couple of news sites that future Star Wars films will have much smaller budgets than the ones that we are used to seeing. So they've said smaller okay. stories and tighter budgets. I mean, that's that does, okay. That doesn't bother me, yeah. We don't need to have the fucking stories following what happened to... Luke's kids and Leia's kids and what Chewbacca's doing like just completely go on a, you can have it in the same timeline but just completely different characters on the completely different side of the fucking universe has yeah. Kathleen Kennedy just burnt everybody out like they're like we're, we're not wasting all that money on you guys anymore especially when you could do stuff like the Mandalorian for you know they obviously spent a bit of money doing it but it was much cheaper than actually doing a film and was a much better production. And we got the Bad Batch that was just announced as well by Dave Filoni. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Come on, dude. I didn't know if Tom would have it. The majority of the time I go, Tom, is it in your news? He goes, no. And then so I... I the majority of the time you pick news that nobody wants to know about those news. Don't you know that the news is knowing what news is happening? Nobody knows news like Tom knows. I know all the Tom news. Tom knows news. <laughs> 
I mean, Tom knows news headlines. Let's just be very clear on that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Sometimes I go beyond the headline. Not often. <laughs> Subtitle. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Clicks the TLDR button. Just gives him like five little flip through images. Well, to be fair, <laughs> in, the, in the this, this, this news item is probably actually paraphrased <laughs> headline. Yeah. Headline too long. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy says she does want longer movies. <laughs> it's attitudes like that that make you write down Vivica. <laughs> <laughs> Vivica! <laughs> uh, I'm going to move along. Did it, do we want to keep talking about potentially having low-budget Star Wars films? Well, I, I, I'm sort of worried that they might just go to characters that I don't, want to care, like, I don't care about. Like, I don't want to see a movie be it TV, like short TV series or crappy low-budget movie. I don't care about Ankar Plutt. I don't care about, like, any of the background characters from these latest movies. Yeah. Because, like, uh, there's nothing to them. It's more about the people that we follow, like Finn and Rey and stuff like that. And we already had the basis of, like, Han and Luke and Leia. But, I don't know, just there's not that urgency or that like emotional connection to that other characters Rogue in that one world. is almost like a good example for of like how they could do characters yeah. that we don't know but make them you know relatable and interesting and exciting to watch but i don't know how something like rogue one would go on any smaller budget yeah i yeah there, there there are still characters as well that i reckon from the original trip like they could do Maybe not Boba Fett standalone because that'd be fucking a, a tall order to fill. But like, if but like, I wouldn't mind seeing stuff with Bosk or Dengar or or something like that. Like characters that have fans, but not as big as fans as someone like Boba Fett or Han Solo or Lando or whatever. And <laughs> it'd be interesting to see stuff like Bosk as a main character. I feel like it would be a little expensive to have like decent enough cgi for a whole feature but he's Judge a guy in a suit maybe okay to, to be honest I'd lo- look i'd like to see some more I'd, I'd like to see some stuff within the galaxy i'd like to see um force users but not jedi i'd like to see stuff that's not fucking related to a skywalker like just anything like just i i need to see something in this universe that's something we haven't seen before like getting like getting the Mandalorian was good content. Getting Rogue One was good content. It's all different. Um, Solo was good content. It's new stuff within the universe that doesn't rely on the other stuff having pre-existed. It's just on its own, standing out there. And I like that. Do some standalone stuff. Make it different. I agree. Move along. You go. I got the key. Number seven, Falcon and Winter Soldier won't be getting released in August as it was originally meant to be. Uh, It's due to the delays that coronavirus caused back in May. It is being pushed out and we do not have a new date. You mean Bucky and the Cap? Not Bucky and the Cap. Bucky and the Cap. Bucky! I, I, I am curious how this is going to go because um, what is it? Is he Sebastian Stan? Yes. Yeah. That's Falcon. Uh, he, he is the uh, he's the cancelled man of the hour. The cancelled oh, man? What? Yeah, haven't you guys seen this? No. 
Tom, what? you're the newsman, oh. please. Um, yeah, so his uh, wife or girlfriend had, on Instagram had photos of her wearing, um, I think it was sort of like Asian attire. Um, and yeah. people on Instagram started messaging her and saying that it was uh, insensitive or, or, or racist. Um, and her and Sebastian both started blocking all these people on Instagram and now people are losing their minds. To be honest, I think what? that whole drama is a bit of overkill. Like it was it was one photo about four years ago. Yeah, it was I don't, think it's, I don't think it's, you know, they, there were some people being exceptionally nasty to them. I, I, I think they're probably right to ban them. Um, yeah, it so wasn't cold for... Yeah. And people are just like, oh, why wouldn't they address it? Why would they just block it? And I'm just like, well, probably because hordes of people just started messaging them about something that was years ago saying they were racist. I'd block them too. Yeah. (laughs) Man. Yeah. That's crazy. The internet's cancelling everything. Everything's called off. I think cancel culture. Cancel culture (laughs) is dangerous. I'm just saying. It is. Uh, to follow oh, up, like, I think there's some stuff that needs to be cancelled. Other stuff yeah. is not so much. Oh, there's no denying that it's done good, but some people just go nuts. Yeah. With it. yeah. It's like they abuse it. They abuse that power. But look, 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 let's be honest. If anything should be cancelled, it's Bucky and the Cap because no one wants <laughs> to see that just because it sounds shit. Uh, <laughs> not because of any other reason. Yeah, I just, I just found that. Is it too late? <laughs> oh, I don't think that's cancelling itself. Why is yeah. everybody hating on that film? There, I the, feel like there is no reason. I assume people but saw I, the, the tweet saying, can, uh, uh, was it Disney Plus needs to drop Black Widow now? And someone replies with, if you want to see Black Widow drop, go to this time in Avengers Endgame. That was so good. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> that's such, it's so savage. <laughs> So good. Uh, I just found the tweet because I am I, I'm last to these cancel culture situations. It's just people being stupid. I agree with Fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a, it's a little bit of overkill. I think to be completely honest, like I can yeah. understand it being insensitive and and not current. And yeah, absolutely, probably one of those those images she could potentially remove. But that's about it. That should have been the end of it. And it doesn't yeah. call for people being absolute shit heels for for that particular reason. Uh, by the way, if you want to see Black Widow drop, one fifty two fifty. Thank you. Uh, enjoy that. <laughs> also, as, 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 I'm trying to stop it. Sorry. Yep. Go on. Go on. I was going to say. Also, as someone who saw that movie four times at the cinema, that is a great time to go to the bathroom because that scene is it's very fun. boring. I I also like a race I, for suicide. Yeah. <laughs> I, if you watch a. Uh, what is it? Infinity War before watching Endgame, or like Coronal, like he watched it immediately afterwards or whatever. Um, that scene just has nothing because she lands exactly like Gamora, and it just has no emotion mm. to it. And also, you realise that Infinity War is a significantly better movie. Oh yeah, so oh yeah, miles better. And right. now I'm pushing the button. Number six. Oh, uh, oh, uh, number six. <laughs> <laughs> we have our first trailer and it is for something we spoke about the other day when we just had the images it's for star trek lower decks uh, i'm yeah, gonna be honest with we... you tom out of all the trailers you put up saying watch this was the only one i didn't watch uh, look it's rick and <laughs> morty beat star trek so yeah that's why i didn't watch it 
It didn't look particularly funny, to be perfectly honest with you. It, it's very kiddie, I think. It's definitely not an adult cartoon. It's got the Star Trek. Are you kidding me? There's but, a scene where, like, like he, one of the ladies walks into a room and it's a guy, like, completely naked, so... Yeah, but like, it's, not, it's not adult in the way Rick and Morty is adult. It's not like a Brazzers parody film. <laughs> it's not as smart as Rick and Morty. I mean, Rick and Morty's I mean, super smart. You have to be really smart to understand it. The, the <laughs> dude turned himself into a pickle, fuzzy. Like, that's the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm done with Rick and Morty. I haven't even watched... I think I stopped at season three and I'm like, ah, I've had enough. This Season four kind of dropped off a little bit. Uh, uh, season just, four was good. I, I like season not intelligent enough to understand it. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's, it's all right. <laughs> they're, they're clearly behind us. They're clearly okay, let's, go, us. let's go watch some 90s CG, which is much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, some rock. Let's see Sean Connery roll in the opposite direction. <laughs> Open the door from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Still the best argument. <laughs> so fired up. Uh, uh, all right. So pr- probably Fuzzy's going to watch this. I reckon Fuzzy, I reckon you're going to make it through three episodes. Yeah, maybe. I'll give it a crack. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll do it for the team. When's it out? One episode. I don't know. Tom, when's Take it out? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not looking past the headlines. Uh, I'll just be. Hey, 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 I watched the trailer. Uh, I don't. Sixth of August is coming out. August. Ah, August is going to be a big month. Yeah, I think Good Girl season three comes out in August. Mm, no, end of, oh, end of good this lord. Month. Okay, so yeah, we're definitely not watching getting through more than three episodes. This is the same writer that wrote Solar Opposites. Yep. There we go. Yep. (laughs) (sighs) Moving along. Number five. Now, Judy gave a little tease to this one earlier. We have Star Wars The Bad Batch, the new animated series to debut on Disney Plus in 2021. Was that? What was. I thought that was Bad Bitch. (laughs) Star Wars The Bad Bitch. I, that's, I'm not even kidding. I thought Unka it was... Plot, the bad bitch. <laughs> the, the... God damn. Bad batch. <laughs> what? It just seems like you can hear his mind exploding. God damn. Yeah. No, I saw, I saw the, 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 like, splash screen for it, and I thought it was bad bitch. Someone tell us about this. Has anyone watched The Clone Wars, or is it just me? Oh, no, I've watched Fuzzy. it. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, Fuzzy did watch it, yes. Fuzzy, go ahead. Uh, look, I, it's, a, uh, it's a group of clones that have... Um, they, they didn't go through properly when they went through their, their cloning process, but they've got, like, they're all souped up in some special way, so... So you're saying they're the bad batch. That's correct. And they, uh, they, they're like a special forces group that go around doing awesome stuff. And they had like a three or four episode arc in the, uh, the latest series. Yeah. It was really fun. It was nice to see a little bit more personality. We'd seen that kind of stuff happen before, um, but this was probably like amped up a little bit. So I think they've, um, it, it could be a really good spin-off series. I think there's a lot of stories to tell in there. There's one of them straight up looks like Rambo. Yeah, he's the leader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's but got their own sort of yeah, abilities, like Fuzzy said. 
and it's it's I think it's it's really cool. They've, it's nice to see within these clone groups, and we got it a lot during the Clone Wars. We saw um, all of these individual clone troopers actually having some personality, like obviously created to be identical, but over time they develop their own personalities. And this is, yeah, it's nice to see. It's um, it's something that adds a little bit of depth to the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah, and this um, this series is going to be that particular crew of clones, the Bad Batch, but how but after the events of Order 66 and how they'll sort of merge into the Empire. And because they're a special forces unit that are a bit fucking loony, um, how, what wacky hijinks are they going to get up to in the Empire? I don't think I'll what watch a, it. What a description. Yeah. Considering yeah. I haven't watched Clone Wars, I don't think I'll I, watch it. I haven't watched Clone Wars either. And that's that, if you like the Clone Wars, you'll yeah. be interested in this. I don't think anyone who, if you, if you haven't seen the Clone Wars, I'd strongly recommend watching it. Um, but yeah, I think there's, um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, it probably lacks the context for uh, for new watchers. I'm just happy they're not going forward with Star Wars Resistance. That fucking sucked. Mm. <laughs> Star Wars, blood. Well, Tom. people would watch it. People love Star Wars. That's the. Well, the, the, those sort of episodes in um, in Clone Wars were, were really good because, as Fuzzy said, it doesn't focus on you know, Obi Wan and Anakin and all you know a Jedi in general. It fo- it focuses on what would just be background characters in the Star Wars movies, just just random clones. But they take their helmets off, they're planning and attacking, they're doing all this sort of shit like that. Um, yes. And you sort of see that one of the the ca- I can't recall the actual character's name in the Bad Batch, but he's essentially like the fucking Hulk. He's this big brooding brute force of a character who can like lift up wreckages and shit like that and he all he wants to do is shoot things like that's his is sort of his personality wrecker actually yeah it is <laughs> you googled it <laughs> didn't you <laughs> totally googled it moving on i did google it because i needed to make sure i wasn't the bad bitch <laughs> yeah, Vivisha. Uh, number four, we have the Red Band trailer for Random Acts of Violence. And, Where did this movie come from? I have yeah. no idea. It's a good question. <laughs> like, what we? I, I don't. I don't know. I just. I forgot about Jay Baruchel. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Should have. Was it just me? <sighs> I wanted no. to forget about Jay Baruchel. <laughs> Did we ever stuff. see Grey's Anatomy? What? What? Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> what the hell? One of the main actors in this was in Grey's Anatomy also. Oh, right. Oh, gotcha. I only watch real TV shows like Rick, Rick The Office and 10 times. And Rick and Morty, of course. <laughs> Intelligent humour. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so for you playing at home, it's a movie about a pair of comic book writers who began to notice uh, murders scarily similar to those of their characters. I think that's pretty cool. I, out of the trailers as well, this is one I, I probably like the most. I feel like it's been done. That's what I, 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 I feel like, like too. it's been done? Everything's been done. The Simpsons has already done it. They predicted the damn future. <laughs> But this just doesn't scream any form of originality. I feel yeah. like this is from somewhere. And yeah, just... it sounds really familiar. It's can't put my something on it. Well, we'll think about it. Surely, someone in our community knows. Like, it seems like the kind of thing Al might chime in 
on and tell us exactly where that's from. Al just chimes in and goes, San Dimas, and then and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, 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 it does, it sounds like it's a more of a, like a book that I've read or something like that or something that I'm aware of via the comic book world or universe or whatever. Mm. It's probably a question for the some like it's Slabbed Boys um, to see if they know of a comic book where a comic book writer is witnessing his murders <gasps> in a comic book. Oh my God. It is. Comic book. You know what it is? It's mm. Heroes, the first season of Heroes where the comic book artist draws what is happening because he can see the future. I never watched oh. Heroes. Yeah. Boom. Um, yeah, Duty, it is actually a uh, graphic novel. So, um, yeah, it's a one shot that they did random acts of violence. So, definitely something some like it slabbed could do. Ooh, I'm going to challenge them to do it. They uh, they want some specials to review. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, this was, I mean, it just looks boring, though. It just it does. It, it's kind of shitty. It's just that, like, the gornography, you know, the yeah. violence for the sake of violence. And you know when you're stooping as low as Jordana Brewster that you're really stretching, so, uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's getting to the point now, like, Victoria's back into lockdown again, thanks, random security guard. Um, but, like, it's gotten to the point where sort of what gave me the idea for this week's theme, I've been watching, like, horror movies and stuff like that, go back and watching the old ones, and I've already watched all the old ones. I'm just starting to, like, watch random fucking ones on Stan and Netflix and stuff. It's like, wrong turn. Fuck it, whatever, I'll put it on. <laughs> Wrong turn is so bad. It's not good. Um, so it, it looks like one of those films that, you know, it will release and then it will just be on the, in the back burner of Netflix or Stan or something mm. in the background, unless for some reason it sort of just blows up when it releases. Well, Wrong turn I, sounds like a 90s action movie starring, like... Tina Turner. Because the name... should have gone just, right. <laughs> so right. I, I'm pretty sure it was, like, early 2000s. And is that the one with, like, Eliza Dushku? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Is yep. that a real name? Yep. She was in Buffy and she had her own kind of her own series on. She was in True Lies. She was in True Lies. She, she was the daughter. Oh, yeah, was oh, she, oh, you mean Faith in Buffy. Yeah, I know Faith. Yep. <laughs> no one knows your Buffy references. Take that I shit do. out of here. <laughs> I do. I'm does. I still need to watch Primo Buffy. Primo Supremo. Buffy's fantastic. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on. Where's the moving on button? Where's the moving on button? <laughs> Wrong one. Ah! There's an interesting story behind this nickel. Buffy's cut 1957, this one down. No. I remember it was. I <laughs> got up in the morning and made myself a piece of toast. I sent the toaster to... Number three. Medium brown. Who's complained about that great clip? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Number three. Was it Javon? <laughs> I have not said nothing. Uh, I plead Javon the fifth. wouldn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> she does, actually. You know what, uh, Javon? You know what? Oh, there's an interesting story. <laughs> Number three. We have the trailer for Feels Good Man. So it is a Sundance winning documentary following Matt... Oh, I should have looked up how to pronounce the last name. Though. Vivica. <laughs> it's either furry or furay. Um, creator Let's call him of furry. Pepe the Frog, and his attempts to reclaim the character after being co-opted as a symbol of white supremacy. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's interesting, but I don't care about it. 
Like, I, I, I'm interested, but I won't watch this movie. I think it would have been a bit better if it was still, like, the meme wasn't dead. Is Pepe yes. still a thing? He's, no. I think he's just he's around, but it's just become one of the billions of memes out there. It's sort See, of lost, lost in the crowd. See, this is the thing about racists, right? They've decided now they don't need symbols. They could just be racist, so they don't need frogs anymore. <laughs> yeah, when it's justified by your president, anything's yeah. fine. That's right. So they could just be racist. So, yeah, symbols are gone now. <laughs> symbols are cancelled. It actually seems like this is well put together. Like, it actually looks really interesting as a just the way that it's made. looks entertaining. But, yeah, the topic of actual movie is not interesting to me right it looks like the cartoon the cartoon parts of it are actually pretty cool i want to say i want to see a pp movie (laughs) i mean there's a lot of those out there right (laughs) google's pp movie (laughs) Uh, look it is definitely one of those uh, those movies that i will uh, read the synopsis for when it comes out go oh that sounds interesting and completely not watch that's it (laughs) Completely agree, unless we do an episode on it, but... No. Shaking my head vigorously. They can't see you shaking your head on the podcast. Tom can. (laughs) Bless you. Number two. Now, I struggled with the order of one and two. I'm still deciding as I'm saying this which one I want to say in what order, because uh, neither of them are that exciting, but uh, let's go with them. Uh, number two, the new mutants chose wisely. A new, uh, a new trailer ish. How is this new? A new trailer. It's just well, another it's, trailer. It, well, it's still new. Um, oh, and it's also to announce that they will have a panel at um, Comic Con at home on July twenty third mm. at two pm in some time zone in America. Probably central. Good time Probably. to be asleep. Uh, so yeah, the, the the theory goes that because they're actually getting a panel together with them, they're probably just going to go and boom, it's released on Disney Plus. That's that's, that's okay. That's probably the only way I'll watch it. I was never going to go to the movies to see this. I was never going to spend time out of my day to go somewhere to watch this. If I can watch this in bed, um, I'm happy. <laughs> if if I could just roll over, <laughs> yeah. in, into a sort of half awake state, and that. It suddenly appears in front of me, but without having to raise my arms up to hold on to my phone. Exactly. If it were it happened to be in my eyeline at the time, maybe I would watch it, or I would fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you want to watch it on a plane. Yes. Yes. Perfect <laughs> for an aeroplane. Yes. Perfect. Seems like a straight to coming soon to a Virgin Airlines near you. <laughs> the uh, the trailer that you sent us to. The top mm-hmm. comment was, oh, I can't wait to watch this when it comes out in 2024. And it just tickled <laughs> me so much. <laughs> it's just, it's, this movie seems cursed. Was it production started in 2017, I think? It's crazy how this long it's cursed. taken for this movie to get. That is cursed. <laughs> like, what's her name? Arya Stark. Maisie Williams. She's going to be like 40 years old by the time this comes out. Well, she was still filming Game of Thrones at the time that she filmed this. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, maybe all this time has given her enough time to, like, learn how to act or... After she <laughs> in, in, in the already recorded stuff? 
<laughs> yes. Go back. She's got and- four years to get another job. She might get one. Probably not. She did some Netflix movies. Go on. What are they called? Name them. I can't remember their names. What are they about? Who else is in them? Uh, Did you watch them? Maisie Williams and her. Do it without googling. Do it without googling. Uh, (laughs) I got nothing. She was in uh, Game of Thrones. Yes, and that Game of Thrones documentary after the watch. Maybe I didn't watch it. She was in the special features of the DVD. you, You won't know anything that she's done. There was a Netflix movie, though, right? Mm. 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 <laughs> Maybe. Mm. No. <laughs> nothing, Damn. nothing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Number one is our final trailer of today. It is the trailer for Project Pow. Project Limitless. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Project Bright. Poppin' Pills has never been so cool. Piggers, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this is like a bunch of dudes sitting around a boardroom table going, what if doing coke gave you fucking superpowers? <laughs> I mean, what if? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it worked for Scarface. He took a fuckload of rounds before he died. Yeah. It does give you superpowers, just to yourself. So, I, I don't know how to feel about this movie. I haven't got, like, a proper feeling yeah. from it. Doesn't because it's James horrible. Fox. Yeah, I know. It doesn't but, look great. But it might be the worst thing ever. But it also could be great. Like, it's going to be one or the other. I don't think it's going to be mediocre. Mm. It looks fun. I think it's going to be simply just forgettable. Uh, Just forgettable. There's even... It's got fucking Joseph Gordon-Levin in it. And there's even a a shot in the trailer where he's spinning around a corridor and the camera spins with him. I'm like, oh, they're just doing fucking Inception again. Yeah. People are very happy that he's, like, coming back to acting again. Where did he, he go? <laughs> if you read the comments on it, people are like, yay, Jason Gordon Levitt's back. And I'm like, I, I don't know, he went anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I must say, I haven't been tracking him, obviously. I think he took a while because he started a production company. And I think it focuses on helping like up and coming producers, directors, stuff like that. I think it's called mm. Red. Mm. Sounds familiar. Not, not like the cameras, like the. Movie Red with Bruce Willis. Yeah, that's the one. That's Tracy the one. Morgan. <laughs> that's what? Right? No, not right along? I don't Bruce know. All Tracy I know Morgan? is Jason Gordon Levitt do better than this, maybe. Do better. Kenny. But you love him. Inception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so grumpy. It's just an okay film. What's that so, beeping? Uh, it's the answering machine in the studio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sounds like you were fucking at the supermarkets buying something. <laughs> yeah, recording this episode live from Colesworth. Every like 10 minutes he buys another packet of Oreos. <laughs> Fuck, I haven't had Oreos in ages. I might pick some up on the way home. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, buys his condoms individually. <laughs> yeah. 
Right. <laughs> there's, there's no barcode on this one. <laughs> Means it's free, yeah? The price check on extra small condoms. <laughs> Vagisil. That was low-hanging fruit. <laughs> you get a low-hanging fruit. I'd like a price check on extra small condoms. <laughs> well, that's high-hanging. <laughs> Nicolay. If he's doing a handstand, though. No. Yeah, so powers, eh? <laughs> <laughs> It looks mediocre. I'm not going to watch it. I'm just going to listen to uh, the Netflix and so we'll review it, and that will be my viewing experience for that film. What if we have to review it? I'm, just, I'm sick. Movie. It is a superhero movie. It is down our bone. Yeah. We, yeah. we could. <laughs> we don't ever say bone again. <laughs> what? What's wrong with bone? Down our down bone. Down our vein. Yeah. There was a meeting I was in a couple of months ago where, where the guy said that, that something was broken and he went, I think we just got to give it a little tickle. <laughs> oh, to which someone on the call literally turned and went, okay, everybody, let's take a minute and agree never to say that again. <laughs> okay, so we're all in agreement, no more saying down our vein, all right? Or, or just like to see a whiteboard of all the things that people have said that cannot be said again and just cross it off another one. <laughs> Tickle, <laughs> Vivisha. <laughs> Tom's on fire. <laughs> uh, news complete. There it is. That was just the, the tiniest bit of sound. We've got to keep that awkward pause in there for Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we have a sponsor this week, and not that it's any surprise to anyone, but it's Incognito Comics. Are you in the mood to read? Are you interested in comic books? Do you want to combine your love of both of those things? If you answered yes to any of the previous questions, then we've got the place for you. Incognito Comics, Brabant's number one comic book emporium. Incognito Comics, with their headquarters located at 32B Bignall Road, Moorabbin, that's just a stone's throw away from Moorabbin Station. Incognito Comics. The lovely owners, Dom and Ozzy, will help you find whatever you're looking for, whether it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, or a sickening monstrous hybrid combination of the two. Incognito Comics. Find them online at incognitocomics.com.au or just search Incognito Comics on all your relevant social media platforms. Thank you, Dom and Ozzy, for being longtime sponsors of the show. Dude, you're at the shop, right? Yeah, I'm in the studio. Can you just yell out, thank you? No, because this is a loud <sighs> microphone. Did you read the address of the building that you're at? 32B, Big No Red, Mervyn. <laughs> 32B, Big No Not Road, Mervyn. Yes. Mervyn. I shouldn't talk anymore. <laughs> well, that, that's fine by me. And fuzzy. No, Tom. That's fine. Um, the world needs laughter. So, gentlemen, this week we have... Well, Duty actually came up with the idea of bringing back a, a, a long-lost, what was thought to be long-lost segment theme for this trip. So that beep gets me every time. It throws me <laughs> off. <laughs> toilet paper, beep. Uh, toilet paper, beep. Toilet paper, beep. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing dog court. Hey. It's back, baby. Now, Duty. Yes. Do you want to take this away? Because I personally don't think I've ever contributed, hosted, or been a part of a dog court. Any episode ever? Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> All right. For those of you who do not know what Dorkod is, it used to be an old formatted, uh, old, old sort of uh, side episode that we used to do where two teams would debate on why their particular topic is better. Now, previously, we've had pizza versus hot dogs, which was the uh, Dork Court, the last Dork Court episode I think we did, which got very heated um, from Tom. Uh, we've also had <laughs> Sam Fisher versus okay. East, Ethan Hunt. Uh, we've had Principal Skinner, I think, versus... Fuck, who's the other one? Bart Simpson, I think it was. Um, Principal Skipper. Principal Skipper. Principal uh, Nintendo Charmers. <laughs> we've had uh, loads of different ones, and what uh, what we would normally do is similar to our uh, our friends picture. This is they'd pick their uh, their topic or not topic. The uh, they'd pick their uh, argument, Pops. if you will. Their, their, yeah, their characters out of a hat. But because there was no hat this time, I thought, look, let's do a, let's do an easy one to warm ourselves back into Dog Court. And this week we're talking about which one of these killers is the more iconic, better, overall the best macho killer of uh, pop culture horror movie characters, and that is Freddy Krueger versus Jason Voorhees. Now, on my left... It's pronounced Vivica. Sorry. <laughs> Jason Vivica. Vivica. On my left, there is a window all where right, normally... All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. You are not living that down today. <laughs> Today? Yeah. It's not leaving that down, period. Uh, now we've got... Oh, to- Someone else can do the news. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got, uh, of course, Freddy versus Jason for the return of Dork Court, and we have two teams battling out on who is better. We have... Ian and Tom. That is a little bit too loud. We have Ian and Tom going up against Ollie and Fuzzy. Ian and Tom will be talking about Freddy Krueger, where, of course, Fuzzy and Ollie will be talking about Jason Voorhees. Now, we've got some debate topics criterias. I'm going to give both teams three minutes each to talk about their own... uh, their own argument as to why their character is better, and then there will be one-minute bout where it is a free-for-all where you can argue amongst each other. The debate topics are powers and abilities creative kills, strengths and weaknesses, and then I have gotten some listener uh, input for the uh, for more of the debate of best soundtrack and who won out of Freddy and Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. Best. I feel like the soundtrack would have helped that I watched both movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> but, that's, uh, the, that's a very bizarre one to choose, but we will uh, definitely debate about it. Well, I have a coin you guys can't see because I don't have my webcam on. Uh, it is available at Incognito Comics. It is a replica Two-Face coin. Uh, one side is fucked up, uh, just like Vivica, and one side is fine, just like Vivisha. Um <laughs> And uh, I'm going to flip it, and the team with the fucked up looking face is going to be Freddy Krueger, and the normal clean face is going to be Jason Voorhees, because that makes sense. And Is it because Ian's on that team? Well, yes. Freddy Krueger's got a fucked up looking face, that's what. I'm pretty sure Jason does too. Well, look, you both can't have the fucked up looking face side. <laughs> uh, and uh, looks like the Jason team is going first. And the first topic is powers and abilities. I'm going to give you guys three minutes, Fuzzy and Ollie, to talk about why Jason, uh, what are Jason's powers and abilities and why he's awesome, starting now. Okay. Take it away, Oliver. <laughs> All right. Now... I was prepared for just one long tirade of this, but I'm going to break it down because I have my powers in its own 
segment right here. Now, Jason Voorhees, I want you to cast your mind back to a time. Imagine a world where kids and adults alike sleep less than ever before. A world where bright screens and blue light activate photoreceptors in your brain to keep it active for countless hours. Entertainment at our fingertips 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now open your eyes. That year is now. The year is 2020. And in a world like this, how can a killer who relies on sleeping victims be viable in this day and age? I just wanted to take that time to uh, sort of put my my opposing team in disrepute because Jason really has the, the, the powers. He is the killer. The man needs no dreams. The man needs no real powers of supernatural abilities whatsoever. He is the Batman to Superman. Right, he's just a, a, a normal guy with some some really just messed up motives, you know. He's an ordinary man with extraordinary ideas and some deep seated mother issues. <laughs> Fuzzy. Oh look, I mean, he, this guy had super strength, right? He's super strong. He's he is almost like he just doesn't feel pain. He is he's just this man mountain of a m- machine of a. Killing nature. He's just, he's nearly invincible. He he can possess people. Let's not forget that. That happened during the series. He's just, he's fucking crazy. Like, he is everywhere that you think he shouldn't be, and he moves with just purpose. So, I don't know, man. He, he is, when you think of killing machines, One minute on the clock Jason left. Voorhees is right there. I, You know what, Fuzzy? I completely agree. You couldn't have said it better. I he- couldn't have... <laughs> <laughs> you, t- you touched on you touched on killing machine. The man yes. doesn't stop. No, the man is he's always coming, unrelenting. He, it's, it's almost like it's almost like. <laughs> please, sir, it's almost please. like it's almost like he and his cousin Michael Myers are born of the same cloth. They're just that unrelenting force that just doesn't stop. And maybe that's his superpower. Maybe that's his his ultimate technique. He's just always his there. never He's say die there. attitude. Wait, and no, always say die. Always Sorry. say die. He's just <laughs> always coming. And I mean, that's just something we can all aspire to. <laughs> Ten seconds left. Can we add that to the list of things we're never saying again? Um, yes, look, he, he he's a creative killer as well. Everything he does is it has a bit of comedy to it as well. He's not and just slashing and hacking. He's doing things to have a laugh. And that is, I think we can touch on that in our next topic, Fuzzy. That is three minutes. Uh, the Freddy Krueger team, are you ready to go? Because too bad. Three, two, one. <laughs> Powers and abilities. All right, who's going first? Ian, I'm I'm <laughs> uh, uh, for my initial rebuttal, I asked that you re-listen to the start of what Ollie said because he sort of said Freddy Krueger was better in the way that he said that anyway. Uh, so let's talk about the Superman in this, uh, this duo. Uh, so Freddy Krueger, of course, can control the dream world and he can get into people's heads. So one of the big things that he can do is he can see people's fears and play on that as they're sleeping. Everybody sleeps. No one So he can, not only can he do that, he can also control people in the real world through their dreams. So he can make people sleepwalk, he can make move people around rooms, and they can also, he can trap them in the dream world himself. So in this specific movie itself, he traps someone in a coma, and then he just spends time with them in the dream world, torturing them the entire time. 
he then in the dream world has the ability to change his appearance change everything around the person and make them believe that they're still awake and also as shown in this film he can control stuff in the real world as well he can control his his skeleton in the real world which is interesting um, and also he could control cars and make things fall fall down and lights come on and all different things. And do you want to add more to that? Your Honor, may I call you Your Honor? <clears throat> Your Honor. You poop in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you poop for real. Like Tom touched on, everybody dreams. Everyone has a dream. Imagine if Did those he dreams... shit himself last night? Is that what we... we... <laughs> He said himself last night. I right? finished. <laughs> it's just... I finished. Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> okay. It is unbeatable. Like Tom said, everybody sleeps, and in your dreams, he is unstoppable. One minute left. Cannot be stopped. He, he cannot be stopped. He is unstoppable in the dreams. If you tried to stop him, you couldn't do it, because you'd be in the dream where he is unstoppable. <laughs> I rest my guess. And as, as he collects more souls, he gets more powerful. And as we can see in this film, he has more power than the first film. So as he keeps going through the kids, killing them, he's just going to get more and more powerful, more power in the dream world, more power in the real world. you got 30 seconds left. Well, we don't need it. We already won. <laughs> yeah, we won. <laughs> That's time penalty right there. All right, guys. Well, look, I'm going to give you both teams a minute to argue, to do whatever in regards to why their characters' powers and abilities are better starting now. I would like to start. First of all, I did not say that Freddy Krueger was better. I was saying Freddy Krueger is worse because let me just throw out a statistic here. 20% of teenagers get less than five hours of sleep while the average amount is 6.5. That is not enough time you, you for Freddy Krueger. You just said that they do like, sleep. Canopy, canopy, you just canopy. said that they do sleep. No. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Well, I said, well, people in this movie yeah. sleep for like 30 seconds okay. and get killed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, five hours, of time. Thank you for supporting our case. Um, but sheer numbers. Like sheer numbers. How many hours of the day? 24. So 19 yeah. of those hours, including the time that they're asleep, he, they can still be killed by Jason Voorhees. Jason exactly. Voorhees kills 100% of the time. Freddy Krueger gets a smaller percentage of the time to kill. He does get me. to push things over if you yeah. Oh no, oh, something fell over. Oh, Ollie has I his have hand the up. Floor. I have the floor. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fuzzy is completely correct. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Voorhees is 100% efficient. He is 100% kill. Freddy Krueger is maybe 10% kill. Five hours, even that five hours. How, how many teenagers? Freddy Krueger can kill tw- whoever excuse, he wants. Excuse me. Oh, you don't get the whole time, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it there. That was a minute twenty because it was very entertaining. <sighs> on we Fire. move, on we move to now. I'm gonna flip it around. Creative kills, of course. We're gonna get three minutes each team to talk about their their characters' creative kills. Uh, now, prior to this as well, I did give them some recommended movies to watch. Some of which uh, fans consider to be the best films in the series. Uh, and you guys are gonna have three minutes uh, per team to talk about creative kills. I'm gonna go with again the Jason team can go first, starting now. Fuzzy, take it away. Oh. I'm going to start off with one that's going to seem a little bit odd, but I think one of the most creative kills ever has to be when somebody killed, in inverted commas, Jason himself. Um, it was with a machete to the face. and oh, so <laughs> you, creative. Oh, that's my goodness. Cool. It, it, it's fantastic. He slices through his face, and then it just, like, 
as he's falling down, it, it just the machete slices right the way through. It's beautiful. A second only to, uh, I think, one of the best was when he um, used a folding bed to fold a man in half, which I think is just, <laughs> it's just it's perfection. He stabs the guy in the back, practically chops him in half anyway with his machete, and then folds the bed over on him, um, creating a some sort of bed sandwich, man sandwich, manwich. Um, bed of, man and, sandwich. And That's my correct. My manwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would like to add my two favourite kills in this. There's one not exactly creative in the way that, like, oh, it's original, but it is creative in the way that I don't think I've ever seen it before in another movie. It is the coroner at the very beginning, the very first kill that Jason does in the final chapter. He grabs a bone saw, mm. slits his throat, and then for added just sort of, like, finesse, you know, added sort of oomph, he just, like, spins his head around. It's like almost <laughs> twisted off. Not only is his throat cut, it is almost twisted off. And that is just like the sheer brute strength of our of our killer. The winner. And the comedy. So, and the comedy. And, exactly. and the comedy. It's it's, a, it's a, he's having a laugh while he's doing his job, right? Exactly. exactly. Your job just doesn't have to be chopping off heads and you know, folding people in half. It can have you can have fun too. Exactly. And and I, I, I wanna add creative kills, One minute creativity. Left. Creativity goes out the window when your draw card is brute strength. Jason is strong. He is always coming. And that's what I want you to remember, guys. That being uh, said, let's, let's not forget, I, I will say, that the, the possession one as well, he possesses a coroner who's examining him and hypnotizes him into eating his own heart. Like, that is, that's amazing. <laughs> Think that's, about that's, that. That is that's incredible. Right there. That's there right you go. There. That's enough. Like, yeah. I mean, that, my that drop. That being said, Fuzzy, a spear gun to the crutch is pretty up there. It's I mean, pretty, yes. Talk about spearing some swimmers. <laughs> 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> Let's just take 30 seconds to yeah. appreciate that Let's one. let that one sink in right there. I will just say he did message me that. So that was written down, folks. That's uh, been practiced, that line. That Perfect. is a bit... <laughs> All right, I'm calling it in. <laughs> All right. Uh, Time of death. <laughs> Freddy Krueger, team, your time starts now. Machete, machete, machete. How boring can you get? Freddy Krueger can do almost anything he wants to do in the drill. Can do anything. Limitless. Doesn't just brute strength things. He actually gets creative with his kills, which is what this whole segment is actually called. One of my favourites in the movie that Tom and I just watched, that being Nightmare on Elm Street 3, have to be a puppet, specifically tailored to torture them by their own hobbies of making puppets. And has his arteries pulled out of his body, is puppeteered. <laughs> I'm sorry, they didn't cut in. We didn't interrupt. They didn't interrupt. Sorry, no, no, uh, he's penalty. Just, he's just Dirty, I call penalty. <laughs> um, Look, I'm just saying that's because Fuzzy didn't get enough sleep. It just proves my point. Double penalty. <laughs> Creative kills, um, Freddy team. Keep going. Um, oh, <laughs> I didn't realize you were calling on me to talk just then. Um, <laughs> Usually, so, when you said Tom, uh, that's a, a good sign that he's asking you yeah. to do something. I couldn't hear it properly. Uh, this other team, I swear. Um, 
Yeah, so obviously we do have the puppet. The puppet was a big one. And then we also have a, another one where he essentially controls a woman to smash her own face into a TV and at the same time says, Welcome to prime time, bitch. Now that's comedy. That is comedy, master of puns, and also an absolutely brutal way to die as the rest of the people walk in and her body is just hanging there from the television set. Again, specifically tailored to this person's um, hobbies and, and lifestyle, this person wanted to be in television. Not only that, there was also another lady who was addicted to drugs and she was tacked with Freddy Krueger's, instead of knife fingers, turning into injectors and shoving it into her. But everything is specifically tailored to their own personal backstory, you know? There's a real personal humanity coming full circle in this movie and, 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 and all Freddy Krueger's kills. And if you want truly creative, there's also the point where he uses his own skeleton in the real world to kill somebody by throwing them onto a car, uh, into a metal spike coming off a car. It's a creative way to kill. It's not skeleton. even using his normal abilities, using his skeleton. Yeah. And, and, and to, to uh, the opposition's point about a folding bed killing someone, Kruger did a bed death far better. Pulling in the one and only Captain Jack Sparrow into his own bed and exploding him into goop. Uh, Bloody goop, much better, much cooler. Um, in terms of bed deaths, definitely the winner of the. <laughs> All right, that is three minutes and ten seconds. I gave you an extra ten seconds due to the interruption from the Jason team. Uh, I am now going to give. Uh, I, look, I did say a minute last time, but it got so heated it was quite entertaining. Um, so I'm going to give uh, both teams uh, time to debate on why their characters' creative kills are better than the other, starting now. I would just like to say that it really just sounds like Freddy Krueger gets a bit bored and a bit lazy. As we touched on earlier, Freddy Krueger can only kill, really, he, his, his prime time, if you will, is when people are sleeping, right? It's the dream we've, world. But we've already said that he killed somebody outside he, the dream world. He can, yeah. he can, but his prime time, on average, he kills more people in the dream world, correct? Yeah. Correct. correct. So that's lazy. There's How is that lazy? Okay. And I'm just saying, this is a specialist man, in something. Doesn't I, make I'm just saying, lazy. We're also on a limitless planet that possibilities has that you pointed at here. Limited possibilities, and he, he's all of that's it. That's all he can come up with. How Cheap is puns it? and throwing people into television sets. Excuse Does he play Machete? <laughs> it's a signature move. <laughs> signature. <laughs> Signature move. Yeah, One signature move. shared by two other, like, bloody... Um, yeah, exactly. Serial killers. I'm sorry. Like, there are people that do things Krueger well. Signature and, move is an entire so sleep world. You guys, signature you guys move are talking is about unlimited. Halloween, yeah? Oh, ha, ha, ha. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> I need to continue my point, please. It sounds to me Freddy Krueger is lazy because... He only works in his prime time during maybe five or six hours. We are the more efficient killer. And you don't need a lot of creativity when you're at, at, at a late. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you just admitted that you've lost this whole segment, which is creative kills. You just said you don't need to be creative. 
No, no, I didn't. You, <laughs> you just admitted your own. You just and handed in me. the white cat. And also, you were saying that Freddy Krueger only operate would only operate for like five hours now, and then you said Jason would be more efficient. I'm just saying, I think if I'm if Freddy is operating in five hours and killing people, efficient. Freddy Krueger was in the real world as a skeleton for all of thirty seconds, and he killed someone. Motherfucker, you're a dude in the real world day in day out, and he just walks around half the fucking move, and slowly too. Very he slowly, gets the, he gets the job done. <laughs> I'm calling it there. <laughs> he just wants to, he wants to get his steps in. He's a health conscious killer. All I'm right. just going to say as well, if we're talking about efficiency, uh, Freddy Krueger's killed about 40 people, I think, in the entirety of his films. Um, Jason Voorhees is at 157. So I believe the topic talking, is creative killers, we're talking, which all of us said you don't need talking, to be creative also, because you also, lost the argument. That, minute, that minute of debate is over. Can efficiency in numbers, come on. <laughs> okay, I'm talking about creative kills here, to which your own teammate threw in the towel and said you don't need to be creative. Your teammate just raised the, uh, the issue all of right. efficiency. All right. All right. I, I know, and you raised that after the time limit, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just the time, the time has been called. We're moving on. This is getting heated, and this is what I want. Uh, we're now moving on to strengths and weaknesses, and it's, again, going to be three-minute round for the uh, Jason team, then three-minute round for the Freddy team, so and then a debate. We're meant to go through our own guys' weaknesses. You are to debate each other's, sorry, each other's weaknesses. So the Jason team will say, what, uh, talk, talk smack about your weaknesses and then vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I have this web page with Jason's weaknesses on it. <laughs> I, would, I would like that submitted for evidence. All right. And we are starting in three, two, Jason teams have it. Firstly, I, I, like I said, I would like to submit that to evidence because the fact that you have to search for Jason's weaknesses means that they are few and far between. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm all saying. Right, what are Freddy's weaknesses then? Um, the waking <laughs> world. Yeah, um, sleep awake. deprivation. <laughs> First response. Um, sleep deprivation. Yeah, I, I'm saying up uh, because where do I start? Coffee. There's so many. Uh, Coffee. You know, caffeine. Blue lights. Caffeine gum. Blue light. Sunlight. Any sort of. Oliver, tell me, what's of, the longest you've gone without sleeping? Excuse me, uh, sir. Excuse like me. Thirty-nine hours. Yeah, and then yeah. you eventually did what? You slept. slept because you lose. So you it is. It is dead. the Jason seems talking. Quite pretty voice. Yeah, look, if you don't sleep, you can die and hallucinate, right? But in that 39 hours, Jason's already got you. You know, you don't have to fall asleep and wait for Freddy. Jason's already killed you. He's already sliced your throat and turned your head around. He's already, like, stabbed you through a raft while you're rafting on a lake. He's look. already... I've, I've got him here. I've got the kills in front of me. Thank you very much. 14 kills for this movie, including Jason, by the way. And it is evenly spread between genders so let me just say jason is he he's he's got what's the, what's the word equality in mind okay that's his biggest strength can, can i interrupt here ollie and just also point out one of freddie's uh biggest weaknesses uh is hot things uh so anything that's slightly warm um he is deathly afraid of fire um because 
you know, hot stuff. Oh no, it's too hot in here. So if the room gets too hot, including in the dream, he's done. He's done. He's out of there. Oh no, I've got a match. Oh no. <laughs> Freddy runs away. Freddy is a wimp. All right. Um, you could, I mean, if you had a pocket lighter, all of a sudden you're, that's it. The game is over. Freddy no longer has any control of you. This guy is an absolute wimp. You have hit the nail on the head. You have hit the nail on the head. Excuse me, Tom. We we have the floor. <laughs> I would like to say I, I'm pretty. I feel like I'm pretty safe from Freddy yeah. actually because I I run very hot all the time. So there's there's a ticket. You're also a redhead, have, so you know in front of look like so fire. I all look the time. like a match. Exactly. I look like fire <laughs> all the time, and my body and I'm I'm proud to admit this is covered in hair. So. I look like a burning, just bushfire. Oh, look, can, I also point out, can I also put out one of Freddie's other big weaknesses uh, is not molesting children. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a massive weakness for him. Like, he has to be doing that all of the time. That's what got him into the hot water in the first place, for the hot fire. So, you know, like, if, as long as you are of a reasonable age, so over the age of a teenager, um, and uh, you are set around a fire, Safe. you're fine. You're so, totally fine. You could, you could be asleep forever. It's not going to matter. I'm I'm calling Safe. it I'm calling it there. That was uh, that was that was a good note to end it on. That was a, a well-rounded <laughs> note to end it on. Freddie team, are you ready? Time starting now. Well, I just want to quickly start just 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 as one big one. So, Jason is afraid of water. Has been established that the man is afraid of water. And let me give you some percentages. Some percentages here. Seventy-one percent of the planet is water. <laughs> Sixty percent of the up to sixty percent of the human body is water. So naturally, he is up to sixty percent afraid of his victims and seventy-one percent afraid yes. of his environment. I rest my case. <laughs> Wonderful argument there, Tom. It's also he's also got loads of intelligence. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh. I was complimenting him on his... Also got low intelligence. <laughs> low intelligence. This motherfucker be dumb. So stupid. You know? How can you, how can you say that your person is better when obviously the human race is built on its intelligence and this stupid meathead doesn't even know how to, you know, walk properly at a reasonable speed? What an intelligent way to say someone's dumb. <laughs> exactly. Sticky pooper head. <laughs> He's also a fucking mama's boy, you know. What what great killer has ever been a mama's boy? None. Two. <laughs> Most of them. None of them. Norman Bates. None of Bates. Them. <laughs> Pretty much all of them. Excuse, Your Honor, are, we, are they just gonna? You just gonna let them interrupt us? Constantly? Every time they interrupt, you get a, a little bit more time. Yay. I also call them a cunt. Am I allowed to say that? Oh. I do it anyway. Strengths, weaknesses, come on. Uh, we also learn in versus Jason that Jason is weak to sleep, our strongest power. So really, put them in a room together. Um, eventually, he's going to sleep. That's his weakness. Freddy's strength. We win. You have a minute Dave, left. Got more time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to say. Or, or, also pretty clear there that Ian was reading the same okay. website I was. <laughs> I was going to say, have you run out of space on the website? Is the internet down? Have you run out of rebuttal argument? <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, you've got 40 seconds left. Is, do you want to keep going or do you want to call time? 
I think we've come up with like six. <laughs> I think they came up with one, which is you sleep, which is our entire thing. No, we came up with a few. You, you oh, obviously what were there. Well, uh, fire, uh, lack of sleep, and actually, not, not touching you children. You said heat, which obviously is not afraid of heat because you know his entire dream world is hot. It's his whole thing. So, How? You know, Are your dreams always hot? Is that what you're in saying? the boiler room? He's in the boiler room the entire time. So heat is not his weakness. His fire. he is afraid of fire. Fire. Hot you said heat, hot <laughs> things, and fire are different. <laughs> I was using verbiage to alliterate a point. Jason yeah. All right, I'm, I'm going to now merge it in. Guys, you can now have added each other for this topic. We haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like we're at the head. Yeah, time starting now. I don't even know where to start because, because the fact that... I, I, I've lost my train of thought, but all I need to say is... I like Jason. All I need to say is, in conclusion, Jason wins. Freddy's poopy, stinky dream man. Thank you for your time. <laughs> I rest my case here on an objection. No, Jason sleeps. Freddy wins. Yeah. Win. Jason, yeah. Jason has easily killed just... more, pe- more people than Freddy. 40 well, kills to 150 people. Very easily not go to the lake house. Yeah, there we go. I win. Go to the lake I, house. I, I, need, I need to actually add something because I remembered what I wanted to say. Jason sleeps because he's so tired of killing so many people. <laughs> He's just too efficient, you know. As uh, it just proves my point, Freddy's lazy. He's got time to stay awake, wait for Jason to fall asleep because he's tired. He's been out working lazy. all day. He's extremely creative and well thought out. He literally no, puts someone into lazy. a coma to force the others to come into the dream he's, so he can attack he's them. Just and that's a, a well articulated thought through plan, not a stomp, stomp, stomp machete. He's a no good, filthy camper just waiting for <laughs> someone to sleep. It's not camping. That's, That's strategic. Camping. That's how you win camping. wars, motherfucker. Well, doesn't Jason spend all his time in the same place? Yes. Yeah, and he kills people all the time. <laughs> you just you just said Freddy was a camper. Yeah, yeah. waiting for people to, to literally lives in a camping spot. Let's just say they're both campers, and we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's very odd because both of these guys, if you put them head to head, as we've seen in the films, it's a complete draw. Like it's like so the the head to head battle between two people is it's impossible to split them. They're they're both as badass as each other. But in a sheer numbers game, 157 kills to 40. I think you've got to look at Jason as a more consistently <laughs> awesome killer and terrorizer of. America's youth. I think he's just an amazing, amazing killing machine. Uh, Completely uh, agree. And you, you know what? What one last one last point to add? Nope, 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 yeah, nope. But does having more numbers mean that you're better? Not necessarily. So yes, it's it does. Quality, quality, by numbers, quality it means that you're quantity. better. Quality by by sheer quantity. numbers, it means you're quality better. Quality over quantity. And the puns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, You're so right. May, we, I, may I have one last point? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to move on to now. I'm going to merge these two into one because we are running on a little bit longer or uh, on this uh, topic. Best soundtrack and who actually won out of Freddy and Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, it's going to be, I'm going to say two minutes for these for these sort of merged uh, topics put together. Uh, and the Freddy team this time may go first starting now. Ian. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Music. Best best soundtrack and uh, who won out of Freddy vs. Jason in Freddy vs. Jason? 
I haven't seen Freddy vs. Jason. That wasn't even the movie we watched. It's not Again, very fair. Wow. I did say, I did point it out earlier, They, they, it was a draw. There's no winner. Like, it was literally a draw. They were both still alive at the end. So that's a silly question. I mean, the, um, list, the listeners have asked for this one. Uh, Kermit's put this here you one go, Here you go. I, I, I'm, I'm just going to say, out of the soundtrack that I did listen to and the soundtrack that I have never heard, this is definitely the best one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that I've heard the most of. <laughs> You know what? If it, it was good, I would, I would have heard it. Creepy, eerie music. I would have heard it. <laughs> creepy, eerie music. <laughs> um. You know, we even have little I... children singing. Do you have little children singing? You know how catchy that is? Uh, one, two, tie your shoes, three, four, knock on the door. You know, that's catchy. You can't That's you can't that. Yeah, sure. Great. It's, yeah, weird kid stuff. That's what we need more of. Yes. <laughs> I've got yeah, to... admit it, Your Honour. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got to call that there. Uh, Jason, team, your time starts now. Uh, I just have one question for you. Sure. What? What is it? Oh, that's not a question. How chilling is that? Terrifying. It even, it's eh. absolutely terrifying. And it sticks with you, you know, it's in the hearts and minds from birth. You know? It's the Friday the thirteenth. It's just, just how fucking as, weird was your birth? <laughs> just as iconic, if not more iconic, than those fateful two notes from Jaws. They're, they're, they're practically oh, the now same. You've gone too far. Excuse me. It sounds like they're just opening multiple cans of food. <laughs> Way better. Objection, Your Honor. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to call it there. Thanks to those kids. <laughs> I'm going to call it there, and this is uh, just to wrap up the epi- uh, wrap up the uh, the arguments. Now, both teams can have their final thought, final say on why Jason or Freddie is better uh, before having a any final sort of arguments, spitting matches at each other, and then we'll we'll, we'll wrap it up there and let the listeners decide. Uh, Jason, team, uh, you were interrupted with uh, the little girl singing while you were talking about your key 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 ma ma mas. Um, so I'm going to let you guys go first. <laughs> Excellent. I, I want to just really end my points by saying that Jason clearly is the winner here because through the thick and thin, through him always coming for his victims, through him always, always coming, always coming <laughs> through him just being this this terrifying force that is behind every door, behind every projection screen, if you will. I just want to. I just want to say, even his victims know exactly what he's about, because one of the last deaths in the final chapter was a character named Rob, and while he's getting stabbed or hacked at, do you know what Rob's yelling? Over and over, he's just yelling, "He's killing me! He's killing me!" So, you know, case closed. You were there. Oh. <laughs> Anything to add, Fuzzy, before we wrap up your Jason time? Yeah, look, I, th- I think um, as, as far as sheer consistency of killing, uh, the sheer brutalness of what happens, the lack of reliance on being able to put a pun to everything he does, 
Um, like I think he just Jason Voorhees is a is a strong, consistent killer. Like it's just that he's like this fucking like T Rex of death, just like boom, boom, always coming for people, always coming. That's, that is, if I can leave you with one image, it's that Jason is always coming, and if that doesn't terrify you, I don't know what will. And I'm stopping you there. Freddy team, uh, any final points you want to make? Uh, why you believe uh, people should vote for you guys? Uh, your time starts now. You know, with Freddy, it's always about quality over quantity. And the quality is much more intelligent, well thought through kills, much more interesting, much more creative. Um, and you've also got much better movies in general, much more creative, much more interesting, much more, you know, better in every way. Um, Everyone loves Jason and everyone loves Freddy. They're both fantastic killers, but you've got to hand it to Freddy. His movies and his kills, much more interesting. Quality over quantity every time, baby. Mm. And I guess just to add to that, can Jason turn himself into a sexy naked lady? I think (laughs) You want to fuck him, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) No, Jason might be always coming. You know, nothing says a time like a wet dream. <laughs> wet with blood, I'll bet. Ew. <laughs> and the pun- once again, the puns. The pun. Puns, people. Uh, oh, spaghetti arms. Spaghetti arms. Yeah, we forgot about scaredy arms. Um, yep. Scaredy. All right. Uh, guys, if you want to throw any hash at each other... Go for it now. Uh, if not, th- th- there will be no more words on who is better. Freddy versus Jason, the listeners will decide. Yeah, Freddy no, sucks. I'm not throwing my hash. We've, we've thrown our hash. The hash yeah. is all thrown all over the place. Yeah. The hash. Sure we won this. Eventually, Hands down. Eventually, Freddy's going to run out of puns. But Jason won't run out of killings. Look, to be honest, it's not about who won, but who was the best friend out of the entire day. And I think we're all best friends, and that's yeah. the important thing. But also, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, uh, what I am going to do for the next episode of Dog Court, when we get back to it next time, um, I am going to do quick one-minute fun Dog Court little rounds at the end of the episodes. Uh, whoever has the best argument, uh, essentially, out of the four of you, because you'll be separated and you'll be uh, debating your own selves, will get a point on the trivia <laughs> scoreboard. Uh, and Trivia scoreboard? Mm. Uh, and uh, essentially, I'm thinking for next week's, uh, if I do one next week, of course, if I do a little fun one-on-one, one minute each, free-for-all, it's going to be the debating which is the best shapes flavor. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, bake not fry. <laughs> So that'll oh. that'll that'll be for next week, and uh, you won't get to pick Unleash your me. you won't get to pick your flavor. The flavor will be picked for you. Oh I'll no. Look, I'll give you 20 bucks for pizza, all right? It'll be randomised just like this one was randomised. But, guys, uh, well, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed the return of Dog Court. Now, I'm going to be putting a poll up on both the Facebook listener community. It's probably the best place where you can support either the Jason team, the Freddy team, who had the better argument. If there was anything they missed in their arguments, there were some things that I would have gone i'm surprised they didn't do this or didn't do that uh you can put that into the facebook listener community as well uh and uh well depending on how that goes will depend on who the winner is of this uh, of this return to door court guys was there anything you wanted to add or anything uh, well ollie's the host you can wrap up the episode ollie 
Thank you. Yeah. Return uh, the hosting guys, ring. Is there, is there anything you wanted to add? <laughs> um, Smooth. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we can't wait to take a shiz. We've had some breaking news from Melbourne, in case anyone is wondering. The locked down areas of the Mitchell Shire and Metropolitan Melbourne are now going to be required to wear face masks while outside to contain the spread of this dastardly virus. And uh, if, like boy, us, you live in Melbourne, mm. safe out there, friends. Mm. Wear a mask, people. Yes, it's not hard. It's really nope. not hard. Siobhan <laughs> has just spent the last couple of days making some. So. Yep. Aww. It's Amazing. That's pretty cool. She's such a good person. <laughs> Is that what her Instagram photo was with like bandages all over her hands or something, making masks? No, 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 no. no. Just... Unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> she is okay. I just feel like we should stress that she's okay. But if she, you read, she, if you read, she has dermatitis, dermatitis and hand sanitizer constantly yeah. on dermatitis is not nice. Ah, uh, yes. so, uh, yeah. I, I was drinking last night when I saw that photo. I'm like, Tom beating her. <laughs> Yeah, playing that game where you keep slapping each other's hands really hard on top of each other. Uh, isolation is a bitch. Oh, look, on next week's episode, uh, <laughs> we'll all be revealing weird medical things about ourselves. Uh, so, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, I don't think I'll, I'm not on next episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We know you have a choice when listening to pop culture podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with nerd in the title. If you did enjoy the show, feel free to leave a review on the podcasting app you're listening to, and we'll be sure to read it out on the next episode. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, tell them about Shaken Not Nerd, and that you can find us on all social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Shaken Not Nerd, or on Twitch at Shaken underscore not underscore noob. I have had a hell of a lot of fun today, guys, so thank you very much. And uh, I've, I've, I've been Ollie. I've been Duty. I've been Tom. I've been an uncomfortable pause. <laughs> I've been in waiting to take a shit for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs>